Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of Cop. Uh, we're doing West Craven again, last hill on the left, last hill on the house on the eyes of the left. <laughs> the woman in the house on the left, washing her eyes in the place. Yeah, it's something like that. It's all the same shit. How you doing? Shit, you know? Shit. Mm, mm, shit. shit. See any good Boba Fett recently? No, <laughs> I've seen no Boba Fett except for the... Five minutes of the first clip he showed me. The Sarlacc was cool. Yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, Last House on the Left. This is a movie that I had seen, like, I don't even... Let's just say three years. Just titties right out of the gate. Thank you for that. That's how you know... Kind of sussy. They really care about the movie <laughs> when they have to just show... Uh, right boobs. away, don't leave the theater. Don't oh, oh, oh. Where are you going? Oh, there's boobs in this one? Maybe I'll stay past the curtains. <laughs> Maybe I'll stay after I blow my load. Right. <laughs> um, the movie is very simple. It's I mean, it was Wes Craven's first movie, so I'm, we'll give him leeway. But um, there's this girl. She, she has a family, a mom and a dad, like most people do. And um, Shout out to people with families. <laughs> shout out. And she's not wearing a bra, as her dad points out. She's kind of loosey-goosey. She's going to go see um, the band Pig Fuckers, or whatever <laughs> they were called, while they're in town. And oh, well, isn't that the band that k- killed chickens on stage? Oh, Dad, they only did that one time. And he's oh, I can see your nipples. And <laughs> he kisses his daughter on the lips, and she talks more about her breasts. And she has this friend, this new friend. She's kind of sketchy. Maybe she's a bad influence. They hang out a bit. They talk about their breasts as well. Um, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> they go to see this concert, but they want to score a little bit of grass before the show. So, as you do, they walk up to this greasy-looking guy in an alleyway and say, Hey, you got any grass? Like, you just go, like, in New York, you just go up to a guy loitering, and he'll probably <laughs> lead you to grass. That's how it works, I guess. He goes, no, I don't. They say, okay. And then he goes, actually, no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, okay, awesome, what do you got? And he's like, uh, Colombian. Wow. He's like, yeah, I got an ounce of my own use, but I'll sell it to you for 20 bucks. I don't know if that's a good deal or not in 20, the 70s. 20 bucks, like, 50 years ago has to be, like, like close to 200 bucks. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Like, okay, I want to say, like, you're getting into, like, 10 times as much territory. Do the conversion. Uh, this movie was, what, 70... 72. 72. So, 20 bucks. Oh, God. Okay, it's, okay. like, 130. Okay, so... So, it's, like... Yeah. Shitty deal. Well, for an ounce, that's all right. Shitty. I wouldn't well, know, well, but... if it's Colombian grass. <laughs> I mean, and they're like, wow, Colombian grass. 
<laughs> oh, oh Colombian. Oh, now we're talking. Mm, Colombian gold? I'm mad, I'm mad if I did taste, man. So they're like, okay, we'll go into your apartment, or not even uh, hotel room. Uh, turns out he's part of this group of uh, prison escapees, and then um, they rape them. And they rape him a few more times, and a few more times after that, they take him out in the forest and do it again there. And it's very shocking and sad and traumatic. And. <laughs> what? <laughs> continue, continue. Okay. And then. Um. They kill them, and. <laughs> they. I guess Wes Craven really likes coincidences because there's just so many in this movie. Uh, they go up to this house and it turns out to be one of the girl's parents' house. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise. They go in. I'm just going to say the whole movie. I don't even care. And then they go in. It's not, that, it's, it's not a lot that happens. You know, yeah, they go in. They go in and then the parents kill them. And that's the whole movie. What did you think of it? Um... Look, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Okay. Sad Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Disappointed. Yeah. I heard this was even worse. Yeah. Well, apparently, Hills Have Eyes is held in high esteem, which was a shock. Mm-hmm. Then this apparently worse, okay? I didn't hate it. It was okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Hmm. Tell me about it. You want me to tell you about it? Yeah. Lay some sugar on me. Let Papa Matt tell you a little bit about the movie. Here's the thing with the movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that the movie, like, it's abhorrently violent. It's like, yeah, they get raped a bunch of times. A couple more times after that. Piss your pants. They're like, yeah, piss. P- they're like, yeah, piss your pants. It's like nightmare, 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 nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you, there's nowhere to run, nowhere to scream. Yeah, we're going to cut you. Well, there actually is a lot of place to run and scream, especially when they're in an apartment or a hotel. The logistics are don't worry about it bro. right okay yes because <clears throat> this could happen to you and your daughters that's what you need to remember the thing with the movies i didn't expect it to be that kind of funny <laughs> okay because it is kind of funny that's that's why i was laughing this is my excuse yeah because wes craven he deliberately is like using black comedy because like he'll have these scenes where these uh these teenage girls are in the woods being undressed and they're sobbing and it's like, oh, whoa, kind of heavy. Uh-huh. And then he'll cut to like this B-plot of these bumbling cops. Like, mm, shit. They're like the mm, shit cops from Laser Blast where they're like, ah, oh, shit, we gotta gas. We gotta go back. We gotta ask the lady with the chickens. So he does it for, like, the whole movie. And at first, when the movie started it off, uh, and there was, like, a little bit of... Uh, some uh, some tongue-in-cheek dialogue. Um, like you said, with the dad being like, oh, I can see your nipples, and it's, like, stuff like that. And I was like, what kind of movie is this? Because I was going into this thinking this would be a very dour film. Where yeah. I was going to be like, oh, whoa. But then, I guess... And I can see where the criticism comes from. Is that, like, maybe the juxtaposition of, like, the funny stuff and the abhorrently violent stuff is maybe not that funny. Depends who you ask. Here's the thing. He has, like, these guys be so comically evil. It's like, who's in the crew? Boom, child molester. Boom. Dude who... And they say he killed a priest and two nuns. (laughs) 
I was like, this is a joke. And then <laughs> in that scene that we just saw, he's smoking a huge cigar and then he pops a kid's balloon. Like, you've seen that in cartoons to show that that's an evil guy. Yeah. I wonder if that's the origin of that, by the way. <laughs> so they have these guys be horrifically evil. And the thing is, like, they don't shy away from the violence. And the violence is very visceral in that way. But everything else around it is so contrived that, to me, it almost, like, not excuses, but it almost, like... You, you get the sense that he's trying to say something about the nature of violence, maybe. It's an exploitation film, for sure, because they just they get killed. And it's actually jarring to watch in comparison to other horror films because you think it's going to be drawn up, but no, they just get fucked up and then killed. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now it's time for those guys to die, too. <laughs> um, but the movie has entertainment value, for sure. And I thought it was a little funny. Yeah, it's funny intentionally and unintentionally as well. I think it's I think Wes Craven is trying to say something with it, but this movie to me just seemed like um like the edgy kids in high school who would uh text the N-word and make 9/11 jokes and yeah. they were trying to say something with that. It's but, but it's social commentary, okay? It, it doesn't okay. Um so it doesn't work for me on that. Like, the whole thing of, like, this movie and all the, um, sorry, all the uh, advertising for this movie is, like, this is going to screw you up. This, <laughs> just, when you watch this, just remember, it's only a movie. It's not that jarring to me, honestly. I think that there are way more visceral movies, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that we've seen. Like, this is just, whoa, rape. Uh, no dismemberment whoa mutilation and it's just uh, it's so unbelievable there's even a line that they have where they're in the parents house and they're like wow what are the odds of that and i'm like low very low (laughs) it's like and throughout the movie it has like this kind of cruel irony where it's like yes after these uh rapists like dispose of these two teenage girls then they dress up nice and they just have suits on hand um, and they just go to this lady's house, and they're like, yeah, you can come in. They're like, yeah, you can stay the night. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, it's the girl we just raped and murdered. Um, remember before Manson when people would just say, hey, can I sleep in your house for a bit? And would be like, sure, man, got a bed out back, you know, it's all chill. Do you, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but do you remember when you were a kid, like, seeing hitchhikers a lot more? Um, I don't remember, you know what, honestly, I don't remember seeing Hitchhikers when I was a kid, but I always had my head down in the car on the road trip on my Game Boy, so. Yeah, I just remember when I'd be going to my cabin, I would see Hitchhikers Hitchhikers? all the time. Well, like, I never did, I never went to, like, the cabin to, like, stuff that's, like, like, no one's gonna be hitchhiking on the, in the middle of the highway. Yeah. Right? Because, like, okay, you're gonna die. Like, on the perimeter, I'd see Yeah. Um, no, I never, I never saw it personally. Mm. But yeah, that's a that uh, pre-Manson show, you're right. It's like I almost think there's almost like a little bit of commentary, or at least like he's giving like a little middle finger to like the hippie love generation because yeah. it starts off and she's like, you know, it's like hip not to wear bra. Like I don't want torpedo tits. Like I don't want a brazier. Like get out of here. She's got like a peace necklace. They're going to buy grass, 
and then it's like, oh, these are the, these are the, <laughs> in sort of classic horror movie fashion, these are the consequences of your non-moralist actions, like, this is what you get. Yeah, and I don't like that message. Well, I don't like, the, I don't like that message. I don't think that uh, if you smoke dope and don't wear a bra, you should be uh, <laughs> fucking tormented like this. But that almost, to me, seemed like Wes Craven just kind of playing with the idea. Not necessarily even commenting on it, but I think really a lot of the pleasure that you have to get out of this film, if you're to enjoy it, is just out of kind of that, um, the, the sort of duality of just of like... man? Yeah, in a way, because this, isn't this about the duality of man, that we can be so cruel and so just downright funny, hilarious even? Uh, one thing that I'll say is I really dislike the editing there's so many times in this movie where they'll do like a quick shot or like just of someone's face and then go to another shot and um it's just so jarring it takes me right out of it the editing's bad the movie is really grainy i don't know if this was an issue with the film but at times it looked like there's a hair on the lens dude uh, in the blockbuster copy I rented, at one point, like, v- it very explicitly, a huge hair <laughs> is rolling across the fucking film for a few frames. And I was like, Jesus, this is cheap. <laughs> There's no budget here. No. Like, they don't even have, like, the locales. Are, like, we could have made this movie. Yes. It's just the locales are a house, um, a street, the forest. It looks like shit, kind of. Lots of dubbing. The ADR is terrible. I can't... Why did they do that back in... Like, I, their, I guess their mics were bad, but, like, God, it takes me out of it now. Well, because they're just, spoiled now. They're outside a lot, and... I, I know, and I that's guess... That's always ADR'd. I know, but... And then it's, like, so jarring, and it's, like, you can, like, almost hear them clicking record in the studio, <laughs> and they're doing it. And then their lips barely move, and I'm like, okay... <laughs> Yeah. And, like, usually, like, I can take it as stride because we've watched a lot of movies where they have this. But, like, in this, because, like, the production value is so, it's so amateurish. Mm-hmm. You can, this is so obviously, a fr- like, a first film. Because, yeah, you're right, the editing kind of sucks. It didn't look that great. I wouldn't say there was any, like, real noteworthy shots in this. There was maybe one instance when they actually disposed of her friend, um, Phyllis. And you kind of just see them slowly turn. Because they're going to go after Mary next. That was like a decent scene because you see them just from their legs down. But mm-hmm. like it's from Wes Craven. Like you would expect better direction in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's one part where I guess it's pretty impressive for like a first movie where uh, a character's hunting another one with a, a chainsaw. Yeah. But the issue is I'm assuming that they didn't have like actual stuntmen doing this. and Because the chainsaw was running. Because yeah. it would cut through stuff, but he's walking, like, so slowly as to not actually do any damage. <laughs> not to impale And, anybody. like, the other guy is just like, don't hit me. Don't hit me. <laughs> don't me. That's really awkward. Um, I, I watch this movie almost as, like, a guilty pleasure. Like, it's so bad it's good. It is. Like, it's actually genuinely enjoyable on that front, um, I would say. Like, it's the kind of thing where it's... It's not, like, deliberately so bad it's good, but it's, like, here... It's, like, just laugh at this. I don't know. Yeah. It almost feels like it's not... It To me, it was weird is that, like, that it's billed as, like, um, a horror movie. It's not really a horror movie. It's, like, an exploitation movie. Yes. 
Um, and maybe it's like a tongue-in-cheek exploitation movie that I truly haven't seen any to know if this is any more clever than what else comes out around that time. But I don't know. They're just little other... There's other little comedic touches, like... There's, there's like, this stupid little folky tune they play. <laughs> yeah. Where... And it's about the fucking characters. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Weasel and Krug, and they're going in the woods, and they're taking. The, and they wrote this song for the movie, and I'm like, okay, it was, it's kind of funny. They're doing it. They show it over their road trip footage when they're like fucking in the car, and the guys trying to talk. Um, and then there's also like another folky tune they play that just plays whenever, like right after the scene where Mary gets raped, and it's like really like, like she clearly is like whatever the she she has PT, immediate PTSD. Yeah. Where she's just like in absolute shock and she's like puking in the ground. And they play that little tune again. You know what? It, it, maybe you have to be a, you know, a cult movie podcast host to be desensitized enough to kind of enjoy this stuff. I'm sure 50 years ago, Ebert and Siskel were absolutely <laughs> shitting their pants over this. Shame on this movie, shame, they would say. Shame on directors like Craven and Carpenter and all those guys for this kind of violence that's... <laughs> that's molesting our society do they have that that woman the crazy woman kiss them or anything on screen i don't think so not on screen but then they have off screens there's uh there's a lot of stuff you see off screen yes um and because they, they can't show too much because i guess this would they would have gone like if they had shown everything that happens in the movie it would have been X immediate yeah. triple X rating straight to the gutter never sees theaters it, it, it is pretty it is pretty gaudy as is like I mean these they're just teenage girls that just they didn't, couldn't even make it college girls they're underage too <laughs> it's kind of heavy but I don't know there's funny stuff like that the fucking credits in this are like sitcom credits where after we just saw okay well we need to talk about uh, so there has sitcom credits, which are funny, which, once again, made me think, like, this whole thing is contrived for a reason, and this is kind of just a sick joke, really. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the ending. Mm-hmm. Because then the movie does a 180, because you spend, like, most... The first two acts of this movie with these sickos and these girls. And then the girls are dead. Mm-hmm. Okay? They, they kill them. Then the par- and then they have dinner with the parents, and the parents notice, like, bite marks on their arms and... Bandages, little band-aids. That guy is uh, totally tweaking. And- <laughs> And then they're like, oh, and then the mom sees, oh, shit, they have her necklace. Yep. And then she goes down the hall and she overhears them being like, if they find out we killed her, we're fucking done for. (laughs) So immediately they hatch a plan. These guys do some fucking home alone shit where what's funny is that and this is how this is like how I know that the movie was meant to be kind of like manufactured in this way, because if it was like a realistic movie, they would have just went there and fucking killed those guys. Right. Yes. And the guy would take it a hammer, and he would. But instead, they're like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna play this coy, okay?" The dad puts fucking Home Alone traps everywhere. He puts tripwire. Puts tripwire. He puts shaving cream in front of their door. He like puts like some electric. He literally puts a shock thing on the doorknob. <laughs> and then the mom is like, she lures Weasel outside, and she's like, ah, she's like, she jerking him off, and he's like, ah, I'm gonna come. Like, why does she? actually jerk him off that, that was so that, funny that's what that's what i'm saying like it's it's not it's not realistic at all like it's like it's like it's supposed to be funny where yeah. she's like drinking him off he's like oh, 
I'm gonna come. And then she, like, um, just bites his dick off. <laughs> yeah. Like, she just rips his... And it's... That fucking shot is hilarious. Where she's like... She's like, she's like a dog tearing at a piece of steak and with the dude's dick. And he's like, ah! So he's taken care of. And then the dad goes to shoot them. And then it doesn't work. And then they have a weird little fight. <laughs> And then, and then another fucking weird scene. Um, the fucking tweaker son, Junior, is like, you get away from him because Krug is beating up the dad. Yeah. And then Krug's like, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself. And then he does. <laughs> he's, like, like, t- he's, like, put the gu- he's like, put the gun down. He's like, okay. He's like, put the gun in your mouth, kill yourself. And he's like, no, no. He's like, kill yourself, kill yourself, kill yourself, shoot yourself, shoot yourself. And he does. And I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Then the dad gets out the chainsaw, and <laughs> it's fucking lights out for these guys, man. It's over. Mm-hmm. And the movie is it's so strange in in just the way it just delights in all the violence, uh, in the in the cruel sense of humor that it has. Like the girl is laying dead on the couch here, and they're just having this fight scene with a couple of jokes in there. Like it it's almost surreal in that sense. It's admittedly a mixed bag. Um there is it's kind of hard to like actually enjoy the scenes of these girls getting brutalized on like an actual basis because not only is the filmmaking on it not great you're just seeing these girls being humiliated and then it's like oh laugh because we're going to the b plot and it's like these bumbling fucking cops well that's my issue with it it just seems like okay we have nothing else to kind of fill the time or like move the plot along so let's just like have some jokes yeah that it, it seems very surface level for me i and like it's a thin script i i i feel like i don't even know i i he he has these ideas in here like the the whole hippie thing and free love grass all that <laughs> stuff but it's um, all kind of half baked yes yeah. it's all half baked and then i think if you like Wes Craven for his later stuff, then you're like, no, this is actually genius. But I don't think it is. I think it's just like, it has the seeds of the stuff you like, but it isn't the uh, full blossoming uh, fruit of a scream. Yeah, like, this is the kind of movie that we would review and it would be like, ah, you know, there were some good ideas in here. Too bad, you know, nothing else happened. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of, like a like a eating route kind of thing where it's like this movie is our it's a delightful little film i suppose but like could have been more better mm-hmm. and then thankfully Wes craven went on to make more better movies than this but it is nice as like a little curiosity that this was the first film in his um filmography especially because like it after watching nightmare and then seeing Scream and then seeing, like, all the jokes that he has in Scream and how self-referential and mm-hmm. how playful he can be. Like, like Nightmare, I guess, can be playful, but it's a pretty serious movie. It's just genuinely scary. Yeah. Whereas this, you can kind of kind of trace where Scream really is. It's, I guess the more fully formed version of this where he can kind of play with horror and also be self-referential because he's been in the industry for a while. And this is just him, like, just having a, like, uh, you know, a little laugh. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. It just seems like, let's uh, a catch-all. Just have exploitation, have some jokes, and maybe you'll have a good time. Yeah, it's it, it's it's not very substantial, but, I mean, it, there is a nice thrill of seeing a, some, a little chainsaw action in a movie, you know? Yeah. Besides Evil Dead, so, hey. 
kudos. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, I'd watch it again. I wouldn't watch it with um, anybody I don't know very well. Yes. But if you watch it with your good buddies, you'll have a good laugh. Maybe. There's this time where, during one of the initial rapes, when they boost the audio of like the girl moaning and it got so loud i was like holy shit i had to turn that down yeah well because there was stuff that they couldn't show so they're yes. like trying to make it very explicit i know? guess so yeah 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 all in all i'd say the script is kind of weak um lots of coincidences in the movie for the movie's sake yeah uh which i i don't like and uh yeah, the editing's poor. It doesn't look that good. I mean, they have, like, good handheld stuff. You know, when they have, like, chase scenes, you get that shaky cam. That looks that looks good. But um, other than that, I don't think it has that much. The performances are whatever. The psycho guys are just psycho guys. The cops are terrible. The cops suck. Uh, the parents kind of suck. Um... And the girls are fine. I actually think they well, they obviously have the most material to work with. Yes. And actually, they do a decent job of it. Um, so, yeah. Three bags. Three bags? Yeah. Bad movie. <laughs> What's the opposite of a delightful little film? It's just, I don't know. This, this one, uh, I didn't like it when I first saw it. Uh, I like it a little bit more now. I think when I first saw this movie, I gave it a one or it's, something. It's a kind of thing where, like, after... I think the more horror you watch, you like it more. Because yeah. then you're just like... Because, like, shitty horror is, like, they'll have this kind of stuff. And there's nothing redeeming. It's not funny. It's trying to be scary. And you're just sitting there in misery. Yes. This one, at least, you know, you're sitting there in misery. And then there's a couple of laughs. You gave it three bags? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it three bags. I'm going to record a new thing. Man, that sucks. Um, and I'll just say... Okay, the audio cut out. There was like 20 minutes uh, of footage, whatever you want to call it, after. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm tired of this voice recording app. It sucks ass. Thanks, Tim Apple. But um, basically, said so next week we are doing Natural Born Killers. And we're going to do Attack of the 54 Woman if we remember to do so, which we won't. And <laughs> Especially now that all evidence has been removed. Yep. And we talked about Balloon Fight. And Good game. Joust. And we talked about Scream. So much shit is now gone. I'm fucking... Ah! Like Tears and Rain. Is there anything you want to talk about to make up for the lost uh, footage? No. 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 I want... You know what? Tim Apple, you're going to pay for your crimes. Man, like, that sucks. You have to be so gingerly with it, because I think I hit, like, pause. And it just fucked up. And then it, like, it froze. And that that was it. I couldn't hit done instead, because you hit pause and then done. So weird. So bizarre. Shitty, even. Shitty. It... Let's do a little David Lynch reference. I'll talk about a stream I had. <laughs> As distinguished from a vision. As distinguished from a vision. This was a mere cataloging of... The days the of days events. <laughs> I had this dream that um, someone had access to my phone. They had remote access to my phone. And for, because of that, 
Um, I was in legal trouble for some reason. Oh, so what's on your phone, bro? <laughs> Nothing. Um, oh, well, that's kind of sussy. <laughs> I don't know. They, <laughs> and there were, like, agents looking for me. And then I was in okay, high school. Let me see what's on your phone right now. Well, f- after. we got to <laughs> make sure this audio file is fine because this is such a delicate thing, this recording. Um, I was in school. And then this is my favorite part about dreams is, like, you're in one location and then for some reason you're just in another. And it makes sense for some reason. So I was in school and then agents were looking for me and then I went, like, up the flight of stairs from the school and then I'm just in a hotel like, does that happen to you? Yes. And it's like, who's supervising the script on this shit? Like, the <laughs> continuity sucks. Like, this is so... And then My subconscious it, is not a good writer. Your immersion is so broken at that point. They're like, oh, I'm fucking dreaming right now. So I'm in this hotel, and then I went into this huge bathroom. It was so... It was, like, made of mahogany and stone. And, like, had these... It was, like, a bathroom, but it was also, like, a spa... And then I, like, there's a hole through the floor, and then I jumped through the hole in the floor, and then I was, like, in our friend's van, and we were just, like, <laughs> hanging out, and then I was, like, I actually have to go back into that building for some reason. So you went back up through the hole? Yeah, back into the washroom, and then I'm, like, trying to use the washroom, but then the door won't close, so... And then this person comes in while I'm pooping, and... <laughs> Oh, your dreams are... Okay, mine doesn't... I don't remember my dreams being that uh, schizophrenic. Yeah? But that just might be you. What are yours like? Like, Shit. what's the last dream? Do you care to remember your dreams? It's like, ah, uh, it's like I wake up and I'm like, oh, what was that? No, yeah. mm. I, with me, the first thing I do is, like, text Caitlin, right? And then she's always like, what do you dream about? So then now I've kind of gone better at remembering them. Especially, like, the weird ones. Like, I had another dream where I was in... I Like, I would say every week I have at least one dream where I'm at a movie theater. And this one, I was watching a movie and then we heard, like, gunshots from another theater. And we couldn't tell, like, if it was, like, the movie or if it was real. Sort of an Aurora moment there. And then... But everyone in the theater was kind of like... And then I look and, like, there's just a shooting going on. (laughs) And I'm like... Hmm. So then, like, we barricade the door and we call the cops, and then, um, they come in, and then I think, like, I had a, an ego moment and I stopped the shooter somehow or something ridiculous. And then I just remember later on, I was in the police station with them, and then I befriended them, and then I was like, actually, these guys are really chill. And they were like, hey, you like Pokemon cards, right? And I'm like, yep. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, we got you these cool Pokemon cards. I was like, oh, nice. And then I think somehow we were at my cabin then. Hitting all the spots. I like it. <laughs> and then I was cooking them food. Or, like, oh, wow. Getting, getting comfy with them already. Yeah. I was like, hey, what do you guys want? You want a burger? I was flipping the burger. <laughs> uh, you guys want a salad? Okay. And, I don't know. You see, I don't, I honestly don't recall most of my dreams. Seems like my uh, girlfriend has dreams of me cheating on her three times a week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'll pass. Oh, will it? Yeah. It's taking a long time. Yeah, that's weird. I had, like, a dreams of, like, girls sitting on me. I'm like, mm, okay. And I just kind of move on from that. 
But I have a lot of dreams of, like, Caitlyn, and, like, but she'll be in, like, the first act. But then, like, and when then we she... go from, like, the school to the hotel, then she's gone. She's gone. Yeah, yeah, I know. The sidekick kind of just disappears. Yeah. Poor script supervision, I'm telling you. Yeah, that sort of thing will, the cheating dreams will pass, probably. Probably. Yeah. Those are, that's just a cataloging of the day's events, you know? <laughs> just casually. Yeah, that happens, like, every day, so yeah, no biggie. Yeah, there's my dream. That's what my dream is like. How is Bobby meant to react to this? Bobby is supposed to cry. And he's going to say, I love you. Let's say, I love you too, son. I'm glad I could Bobby's do this. Bobby's dad is the goat in Twin Peaks. That's 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 my piece. He's the goat. He's smoking. He slaps a cigarette <laughs> out of his mouth. And he's like, now I'm a patient man. But I... <laughs> he's just a Chad. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's a chat. Um, is there anything else we can do to make up for the lost we'll, time? We'll give you guys fruitful post bag discussion next time. Yeah. Or pr- maybe we'll give a pre and a post. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well we have to do things to talk about. Well, yeah. I'll try not to stare at the wall as much this week, and I'll try to actually consume some content. Yeah. What What were you doing? Just reading comics. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Read any good ones? Some okay ones. Have you read everything in the collection, or like how much is unread? I still have a li- like I just have a stack that I'm still reading through, but nothing terribly exciting so far. It's just all the stuff that I'm like, oh, that looked cool, and I bought it, and then now I'm like, well, maybe it wasn't that cool actually. I'm really trying here, but I think <laughs> that's yeah, it. That's, that's it. it. You know what? It's like uh, it has to be organic. Yeah. You know what? We already exhausted the supply, so yeah. we're running on empty. Fuck it. All right. Hopefully this works. Let's see. We'll hit the pause button and. anything you heard today make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on spotify apple Podcasts, and umfm.com and don't forget to follow our instagram page at cop podcast